One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And Charlie was alongside me this afternoon with Andy having a couple of days off. Uh, this is the H&J Day. Well, the H&B Jaily, really, isn't it? H&B Jaily. That didn't work very well, did it? Is the mic now? Should we do it again? <laughs> we'll start that again. So, is that one, two? Can you hear me? <laughs> She's electric. <laughs> Family She's full of eccentric. Yeah, OK. Should we do, <laughs> do it again, shall we? This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. Yes, Charlie's in for Andy this afternoon, and it's the H&B Daily. Mm, that's uh, nice. Yeah. And uh, we had a chat, didn't we? We, we had a lovely ground. chat today. We covered a lot of ground. Shops. Shops, yeah. We went shopping. Um, and We spoke we? a bit about England, the England, we, yeah. a little bit about that, not that's a lot. Right. We, we did a bit of England. Um, and we had somebody good on, I've forgotten who it was, and we're going to have him on as a guest. Can you remember it was? Jim White? Jim White, of course. Jim White was on. Jim White, not Jim from Sky, though he would be a fine guest. Jim White from The Telegraph. Uh, Football's great discarded items we discussed. Which was snoods. Yeah, so you'll enjoy that, hopefully. Here it all is. Always good to see you. Lovely to see you too. Thanks for having me. It's great pleasure. Yeah, I mean, I, I join you at the time. Let's get, you know, club allegiances and all that. Yes. Um, we mentioned this yesterday because through the eyes of your co-presenter on the National Obsession podcast. The National we, Obsession. We do keep in touch with the travails. Well, it has been recently of, of Torquay United. But We're on the upswing. I know. It's, it's, it's the upswing. Gary Johnson era. Gary Johnson's yellow army. We've, he's turned up. He's turned the club right round. Seven from seven. Yeah. He scored, was quite a we've coup, scored 20, 23 goals or something. Mm. To get a manager of that experience who's managed yeah. at that level was was quite a coup, wasn't it? I mean, I, I suppose it was geographical. He was he thought he's down that way. It's a nice part of the world. There's it? nothing we like in the West Country more than someone local. <laughs> well, Gary, is he local though? Well, it, well, he, I think Gary's from uh, Gary's from East London, isn't he? Originally? Yeah, yeah. Gary, <laughs> but he's made his home there, Paul. Yeah, of course. So he's he welcome. Went to school with Tom Watts. I don't think Tom's from Cornwall. Did he? Yeah, same right. year? Yeah, goodness. Right. Well, I'm not sure they were the same year, but I know I they both say. went to school together. I think they were, they were schoolmates. No, yeah. he's, he's come in and he's uh, put a, a blend of positivity and skill yeah. around the place. And uh, everyone seems to be... Uh, uh, he's made our striker score goals, Jamie mm. Reid's now on nine goals for the season. Yeah. And he'd scored two since Christmas before that. So he's come in and he's and he's brought in his, uh, his, his son, Lee, has lent us a few players from Bristol oh, that, City that's, that's always which helpful, is nice yeah. that's always helpful yeah and uh yeah just we we're doing we've had a few cup games as well also we've had a few FA Cup games in mm. there against Brightling Sea Regent oh nice uh, and uh someone I can't remember I can't remember the other team hello I'm Brightling Sea Regent <laughs> how was. are you nice to see you and I'm Limington Spa Lim- this is Brightling Sea Regent <laughs> Limington and Brightling Sea Regent yeah. who we beat uh 7-0 and 4-0 respectively any other football teams that sound like posh blokes from the 
fifties. Let us know. Like yes. a stage door, Johnny. Hello, my dear. <laughs> Hello, dear. I'm Brightland Sea Regent. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they were like. I booked us a table for two. Haven't to Waterlooville, of yeah, course. That's right. Who are, who are a great double act. <laughs> they, the they were brilliant. They were brilliant. Talking of which, yes. Talking of which, uh, this might be lead us on to this. Uh, are you are you familiar with fish fraud? Fish fraud. It's 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 happening at the moment. You go into your local, do well, not your local. Oh, chip, you say I love cotton chips, and you're getting. Well, you, I'll tell you what you're getting. Or something. You're getting catfish, whiting, and haddock, which which were the solicitors, of course, in Great Expectation, <laughs> to London, to Thing meet is, with haddock's catfish. A, haddock's a nice bit of fish, yeah. yeah, isn't it? So they're passing off. I thought haddock was more expensive than cod. So they're they're passing off some more expensive fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going for cod row. You're going for cod row, and they give you caviar. Yeah, and you get upset about it. Uh, I, but no one ever knows what's in there. No one knows it's actual it's cod. That, once it's in that batter, no, exactly. no one covered in no salt one, and vinegar. No one really knows. Bit of curry sauce and, or some mushy peas or something. Yeah, but no fish fraud. Anyway, the only reason I say that is catfish, whiting, and haddock. So um, that's the reason you brought it up. Yeah, a couple of things. Yeah, a couple of things to get the listeners involved with this afternoon. Oh yes, uh, we're going to head to Sri Lanka and chat to uh, Mark Butcher later on. Smash him. Um, but Andrew McKenna, who's out in Candy at the moment, head of the game, one of our top team, bringing you the tour of Sri Lanka, uh, passed a jewel shop today. I quite like a jewel shop. Yeah. And this one was uh, quite interesting. It is. Let me just tell you exactly what it was. It's a jewel dry cleaners and bakery. Oh. But the thing is, do you know, could the smell, the, the, the dry cleaner smells of Victory V's, isn't it? And yes. It's got that, that kind of, so if you're, if you've got the smell of the dry cleaning fluid yeah. on one side and, it, and you know, it's kind of impregnates your cream horn, you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want that, it's do apple you? apple turnover. Yeah, you don't want Tastes that. of cleaning fluid. Yeah, it's a slightly formaldehyde smell about it. All. But it's, so, I, like, I like a, I like a jewel shop though. Yeah. I mean, you've got your classic, your cobblers, cobblers yeah. and key cutters. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they're always there. Do you think they started with a big shop, like a really big shop that sold everything, and they just went down and they, they narrowed it down, down to the and three down things and that work. And down. Well, these are the three things that work. It's, a, it's, a, it's an old, excellent Harry Hill routine, but he's right. I mean, in what order did it happen? Did <laughs> did someone they were cutting keys and a bloke yeah. came in one day and they could see like the, the the heel of his shoe was nearly hanging off and thought, <laughs> "You want to get that done, mate?" Well, I would do, but I have got nowhere to go. Little light bulb, bang, and then he came and he said. Thanks for going into the heel business. My shoes have never felt better. He said, in fact, they're so comfortable now, I won the local darts tournament in the pub. Oh, congratulations. Did you get anything for it? No, unfortunately, it was nowhere I could get a trophy from. A light bulb moment again. I love, so a, that's, tr- I love that's, a trophy shop. Mr. Timpson, he, he, you know, he's calling it in off the back there. of that conversation. But anyway. Um, so there's a man, there's a bloke uh, near me. Yeah. Who is not one shop, but he's mm. got three businesses. And I think he's got all angles covered. Okay, yeah got a tyre place. Nice, That's yeah. his main. He's there most days. Mm-hmm. But he also does uh, funeral cars. Really? Right. So that, that's another angle. And also does turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> really? So he's got, unless Christmas is cancelled, unless people stop dying, unless they start using rubber on cars. <laughs> is he is he proper West Country this time? No, he's not West Country. Oh, no, that's it's, Oxford, it's Oxfordshire. I just want to love that, that conversation yeah. where he says, terrible, sad day, poor old John. Yeah. He says, yeah, he was a lovely fella. He says, uh, by the way, I've got a sort of 12-pounder for I pick it up on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah no yeah, problem. Yeah. I mean, he must have, when he's doing... The tyres are looking a bit bold yeah. there. <laughs> that one, that's right down to the... Three tre- points, that if you're right, not careful. Right down to the tread, that one is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking on a tour of Norfolk by the sound of yeah, it. So I do apologise. where we are. I was on the fence. <laughs> it's brilliant. Get uh, off the fence. Tell Albert, us what you really Albert, think. You've got to get off the fence. Uh, <laughs> now and again. I said that to Trevor Brooking recently. <laughs> well, you know, Trevor Brooking. So, uh, Tesco's in, uh, in... Was this in Kilke... 
Kilkenny, John, are in Dublin. Dublin, our, our producer was in Dublin mm. at the weekend. And um, he went past the Tesco's. That And it's got everything covered. This is what this Tesco okay. does. But, I mean, it does what you'd expect. It's got a pharmacy in it. Yeah. It does uh, car accessories. You can get your papers in there. Um, but within it also is a Chinese takeaway, <laughs> a charity shop, a hair salon, a laundrette, and a Pilates studio. A charity shop and a Tesco? Yeah, apparently so. Um, so all in the one building, as well as a butcher's, a coffee shop, and a barber. Yeah. So you can get well, your hair done. Small town, you see. Small town. I live in a small well, town. Dublin's not a small town. I know, but a little small market <laughs> I'm town with you, I live yeah, in, yeah. right? Yeah. And they've got to, yeah, they have to change because all the shops that are going to shut down are the mm. ones that you can't get online. Like, So you can't. You can't get keys cut online. Although that's a good idea. Yeah. Send your key in. What a great business. <laughs> <laughs> great business. You can't, can't, can't get a cup of coffee, can you? Well, not online. Online. <laughs> not yet. No, not yet. That's true. That Although is. the other day I went for a pasty. I'm gluten-free, right? Oh, yeah. And this pasty company was advertising gluten-free pasties. And mm. I thought, oh, I'll have a, I haven't had a pasty in ages because I'm gluten-free. They said, oh, yeah, it's a two-hour wait. A two-hour yeah. wait? <laughs> you have to make it from scratch. You have to order it. And come back in two hours. No one wants a pasty in two hours, <laughs> do they? A pasty is a. It's an impulse. It's purchase, an impulse isn't it? purchase. You want it. You want it then. In fact, yeah. I'd probably turn up in two hours to get me pasty and go. While I'm here, can I just order another one? <laughs> All those tin miners hundred years ago. Imagine sort of turning imagine, up just yeah. a, another sort of shift down the pits and yeah. them saying, "Well, <laughs> if you want gluten free, it's another." T- didn't have gluten free then, did you? Didn't I don't it know. Exist? Do you think? Do you think gluten free? Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. There it is. Anyway, um, what we're interested in hearing from this afternoon is uh, your tales of dual shops. So I've got one near me. The local post office closed down. So they opened a little mini post office to do the basics, not the full Monty. So it's now effectively a dry cleaners with a small post office that also uh, repairs phones, mobile phones. The dry cleaner slash mobile phone yeah. repair business has become quite common. It's booming. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Hawksby, Charlie Baker with you through until four here on Talk Sports. And uh, we mentioned earlier on that our own Andrew McKenna over in Candy in Sri Lanka has found a dual bakers and dry cleaners. He thought yep. that was an interesting shop combo. This one's possibly even better. It's come from Cameron uh, in Sunderland. He says, shop down the road from me in Sunderland that sells guitars and fish tanks. And there it is. Oh, it's Armstrong's Guitars. Perfect. And it's on the corner, Armstrong's Aquatics. Look at that. And... So you can go in there for a strat and come away with some koi carp. It's amazing, isn't That's it? What, I mean, I, I'm, I can't see how they've got to that. That's brilliant, isn't do, it? Do you think they just were having a sign made and they went, oh, it's two for one today, mate. Oh, um, if you do, know, there's a guitars one as well. If you know Armstrong's uh, story, maybe you work there. Maybe you're listening to Armstrong's this afternoon, either on the aquatic side or the guitar side. We would love to hear from you. How did I would that... have thought the damp would affect the guitars pretty badly. Do you think well, do you, they're quite warm, aren't they? Sort of um, these aquatic yeah, places, you don't, you aren't don't they? Warm, you don't want warm water it going into, warm, yeah, into your a, wooden oh, guitar. This neck's a bit warped. We have a bit of that, <laughs> couldn't you be going there? I don't know where that was from. Anyway, that's another part of the world. And let's move on. Uh, when Saturday comes, the Fine Magazine uh, had a letter uh, this month saying, whatever happened to the snood, as, as Arthur Smith might say, uh, <laughs> as worn, of course, probably most famously by Carlos Tevez. That's the one you often, yeah. um, sure enough, the Telegraph's picture today to illustrate this does show Carlos Tevez. Um, it led the Telegraph's Jim White to explore some of the other great discarded ideas of football. And we'll get you working on that shortly. But Jim joins us now. Hi, Jim. Hi, Paul. Did you ever buy a snood, Jim? Did you own a snood? Oh, I was desperate for a snood. I was desperate for a snood. I don't know where you bought them, though. That was the only yeah. problem. I think Carlos Tevez had loads of cut-off 
polar neck sweaters. He had the lower bits at home, which he would wear, you know, when the weather wasn't quite so cold. Yeah. But he used to wear his snood, as I recall. He wore his snood, you know, when the temperature was below about 25 degrees centigrade, <laughs> I think. It's true, though. Isn't it? I think they were outlawed, weren't they? I think that's what ultimately they were did outlawed, for them. Yeah, yeah, very sadly banned, I think, in 2011. Yeah. Um, for, I think for reasons that you could... You could put uh, unauthorised advertising on them, not because they were a sort of a danger to health or anything. No. Um, but you, as we said, you've gone in search today for some of the other uh, things that have been discarded. And I, I, one I'd completely forgotten about was Big Sam's headset. Big Sam's been on TalkSport today, of course, with Max Rushton on breakfast and been pretty interesting. But we forgot he did kind of prowl the technical area like an American football coach at one point. He did. He, I think he was in communication with someone who was supplying... You know, eyes up in the stand, a different kind of viewpoint of uh, of the boring nil-nil draw that was ensuing. And I think he was, um, I think that's what the communication was about. But it was a bit like Google Glasses. It never really caught on. Um, <laughs> partly because you looked a bit of an idiot, I think. <laughs> John Barnes started it all really, didn't he? You know, we're wearing tights. Was he John the first Bar- to wear John, tights? John Barnes was the first to wear tights. And everyone used to say, oh, is that because, you know, he stops you getting injured? And he's since come out and said, no, it's because I was just trying to keep warm. <laughs> yeah. And he said, I used to have a, war- a warm bath before the, before the game. Yeah. And then mm. I'd and get on, this on with the tights. Then on with the tights. Yeah. And then out to play. Well, I've occasionally worn uh, thermals under the shorts when I've sort of played in the snow on a sort of Friday yeah. night for sort of six aside. So Orange ball, but that's another, yeah, that's that's another story. Yeah, yeah, so Jim, I think a few players still wear the tights now and again, don't they? They do. And also, now that, of course, another innovation are these stay-up socks. Hmm. So they're kind of turning those socks into tights, aren't they? I mean, you look at Kyle Walker playing last night in Spain in um, uh, very warm, but he, he had his he had basically had his socks pulled up like tights. Yeah, um, they're, they're, they're sort of doing that now, aren't they? To get round the they started cutting the, the, holes in the back of them as well, and they they cut holes in the back of them because because they're their calves are so big. I know. I think. I think there is. I think there is a reason why. I don't think it's because they they want to show off their very big calves. Oh. There must be more to it than that. I don't do, know. Do you know the science, Jim, of yeah. calves in your socks? I don't know the science of that. But Brian McClare, mm. um, the ex-Manchester United player, said that uh, when he, when he was in charge of the academy at, at Manchester United, he what he described as snake oil salesmen yeah. were constantly <laughs> arriving with new innovations. This will make you quicker. These compression socks mm. will reduce the uh, 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 instance of cramp, or and and particularly in boots, there are endless little innovations that are going to make you a better player. Yeah. Uh, and he said that they, they were inundated with these guys coming round and 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 giving them new little uh, devices that. Never, never last, do they? They don't. They don't. There was um you've, about a, a season. Yeah, you've looked at boot techno. You looked at blades. There's still a few people out there wearing them. But you looked at the George Best boot. But the one I remember was that was that the one that had the that had the kind of disc, the revolving disc <laughs> on the back of the boot that would allow you to sort of turn around 360 if you just kind of lifted up the front of your foot. <laughs> That's right. No, I was thinking of the, the, the George Best boots where instead of having laces down the middle, they were to the side. Oh, yeah. And the idea was that the kind of the, the smooth top um, would give you much greater, um, you know, control of the ball. Never worked for me, but there may have been other reasons for that. But, <laughs> you know, you, you, still we control the ball on the laces. You talk about it, don't you? Yeah. But um, the George Best boot didn't work like that. I'd forgotten that swivel one. That's yeah. right. There was... There was a kind of this that was meant to make you around. I mean, the problem with blades were they were too efficient. Hmm. So people were finding that they got caught in the 
the, the grip was too strong and they got caught in the in, in the mud and, and you know causing injury so I think that's why they they basically went out the other the other thing that has sort of gone the way uh, that was big for a while were those predator boots with with mm. the kind of um, little indentations on the top um, Craig Johnson invented them didn't he and it, mm. it was it was meant to replicate what a, a, a table tennis bat the grip of a table tennis bat but Boots aren't like that anymore, so it was obviously just the fashion for a while. I am um, the. I think the predators are back. I think they've they've come back. There's a kind of predator come and too. Go predators, a fairly recent, yeah. fairly recent one. I love oh, them. They're back, one. are they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Go. I mean, go and get a pair, Jim. They could do for you what the George Best boots didn't. Get the swaz on it. Get, get the swaz. Get the swaz. <laughs> now it's just, never too late, is it? Never too late. Something that's quite normally things sort of disappear quite, but this one, 3D uh, television coverage of football and indeed sport generally is kind of. 3D coverage. I mean, I've got a 3D telly at home and all the glasses are sitting there. Yeah. And I used to quite like watching the golf. It never really seemed to work in football that well, did it? I went to um, I went to a, a demonstration of it. They, they showed a match. Uh, I can't remember when it was. They showed a match in 3D. And the problem was it didn't look any different. You know, the occasions when a player actually kicks the ball directly at the camera which, if it was in 3D, would make everyone in the living room duck. Mm. Don't happen that often. No. I, I tell you what would have been really scary in 3D was Steven Gerrard kissing the lens when he... Uh, <laughs> imagine yeah. that in 3D. <laughs> what it I needed... That coming out of your screen at you. It needed... But that original film of Vincent Price, The House of Wax, yes. and they used loads of gimmicks... Well, to make to show to showcase the 3D Jaws 3D wasn't it Jaws as well yeah well in that original <laughs> yeah. film apropos of absolutely nothing in this film with Vincent Price suddenly a bloke appears with a kind of bat and ball you know you have a, a, a ball with on yeah. a piece of elastic attached to the back <laughs> and and he was hitting it towards the screen it had nothing to do. so that's what we really needed we nearly need Eric Cantona or someone to run on and then just start yeah. hitting the yeah. ball with a yeah, bat right. at, at the screen so you got or somebody just held a spider up in front of the screen the sort of thing that works well in 3D. <laughs> Just from a distance, it looked exactly like it does in HD. It yeah. was, um, <laughs> the match was no different. Yeah. Well, enjoyed your piece today, Jim. Good to talk to you as always. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jim. Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, All the best, Charlie. See ya. Jim Cheers. White, the economist for The Telegraph. So th these, we'd like you to add to this list. We've given you a few more. But uh, Jim went with, uh, off the back of the when Saturday comes later, the snood, we've said goodbye to that. Big Sam's headset, that was a passing fad. Blades, he says, but there's still a few out there. The George Best boot with the, uh, the laces on the side. Uh, 3D television coverage. Andy Townsend's tax, tactics truck, an old favourite, of course, from when uh, ITV tried something a little bit different. Nothing wrong with that. Um, numbered tie-ups, which happened with Leeds yeah. in the 70s. Paul Trevelyan, the great uh, cartoonist and illustrator. Paul uh, came up with the idea and went to Leeds with uh, this kind of kind of pre-game workout idea. They'd all do high kicks around the stadium and they all had their tracksuit tops on. It was yeah. a great sight. Um, Superb. And uh, they had numbered tie-ups. You, you could buy them. Like a cub. Basically, yeah. yeah like You'd a, have a tie-up like with, a with, with Yeah. So uh, that, that, that didn't last. You don't see goalkeepers in caps much anymore. Chris Kirkland is the last goalkeeper I can yeah. remember in a cap. I think they still keep one in the bag, but it's almost like from a fashion. They don't want to have hat hair, most goalkeepers. They're quite vain, aren't they? <laughs> well... So they, they, Some of them just want hair. That's right. <laughs> and Sky's fan zone, of course, late lamented fan zone, which Andy Jacobs once appeared in quite spectacularly <laughs> and had a, a real Peter Finch-style meltdown. It's, it's still out there, I think, on YouTube, furnished by our old mate uh, Crackers. It was Mark Burcham, former QPR player and uh, assistant manager, against Andy Jacobs in a the quite infamous... The fan zone. A 
quite infamous game between QPR and Chelsea when uh, Chelsea had two men sent off and QPR won. And he only did it because he thought they were going to absolutely tonk QPR. Yeah. So it was. Um, it served oh, him right. It was karma, really. I'm going to find that on YouTube. And uh, Andy storms out before the end, leaving <laughs> leaving Birch talking to an empty chair. <laughs> so see if you can find it. It's gold. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Double businesses. Gab Cancello, good afternoon, Gab. Uh, down in Cornwall, uh, is that Lost Withiel? Is that Lost Withiel? Yeah, it's called. Yeah, a Gab was there, and he came across Jock's Fish and Chips and Video Emporium. Still going? Is it still really? got a VHS? <laughs> is he still... I don't know if it's a VHS Emporium. Is it? Yeah, we've. Oh, be, you go there, and you get all. Oh, he has all the latest films. Is he? Yep. Basic instincts just come in. Sort of vine and Video. It used to be in Newton Abbott. Really? Where I'm from yeah, Vine and Video. You'd go in bottle of wine and a video. The last one, I think, is just the last ever blockbuster closed down a short while ago oh. in Anchorage. Uh, oh, my dear. my lad, my oldest boy was over there, yeah, and it, it had just gone that week. Yeah. What a great shame! The know. row that the rows that used to take place in those shops yeah. now take place over Netflix, don't they? Yeah, well, I've right. I've seen three episodes of it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I haven't seen any of that's it. That's true. Nothing's really changed. <laughs> Nothing's it's just changed. the technology. Just changed room. Uh, in this no, no name on this one, vet slash taxidermist in Suffolk. Oh. Whatever happens, you can take your pet home. <laughs> pets, at, <laughs> pets at home. Pets. <laughs> pets. That's that's that's, that's dark, isn't it? Well, yeah, I'm afraid exactly. we couldn't save him, but, <laughs> but here he is <laughs> on a plinth. There's an off license near Carrick Fergus. Um, have we done that one? Oh no, it's no. in Northern Ireland. But the great chilled room section. It's only when you come out of that room you can see inside front wall of the off license packed with an extensive range of Airfix models for oh. sale. An off license that sells it's, plastic aeroplanes. Get, Bizarre. You want to get drunk and then attempt. It's a new. It's a new drunk. Yeah. <laughs> the drinking and driving test. Can you just build this Spitfire? Well, funny you tell. We we were sent a kit a little while ago, and Goffy uh, during maybe a lull in proceedings on drive built. The the uh, yeah, I think he was a bit heady off the glue. Really, well, like the he dry, had some dry cleaner and bakers. Yeah, he had some fairly bizarre takes on the world of sport that afternoon. <laughs> but, but, 
That's right. Let's, yeah, that's all playing Colts. He was doing all Sorted that. Sorted his bowling back out. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. But uh, he built the Spitfire and then it sat around the office and would occasionally get flung across the room. And he, he, he got a bit upset about it. He oh, thought yeah. he'd... But it was glue all over it. It was like yeah. basically like an eight-year-old. They were good, though. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, like... Do you know, like... Yeah. He, he started just like a kid. He started it and he took an awful lot of care for about two minutes and then, and then yeah, just lammed yeah, on the glue. It. Glue everywhere. And you, you have know. to paint it. It never would have flown. No, no. That's right. We would have won this the, is, a whole lot quicker. My yeah. mate's dad used to own a shop in St. Albans that sold sewing machines and telescope stroke binoculars. Okay, what about that? Interesting well, combo, says James. Indeed, yeah. Indeed, um, indeed. The people enjoyed our chat with the dentist a little bit earlier on. Um, I th- I th- Steve Goodwin thought it was a bit sinister. He oh. said, I'm listening to the guy, and he said, I have crawled under the table in fear. Oh. But, uh, I'm sure he doesn't have that effect on his on One his One thing that dentist did say was that the mouth is the gateway to the bloodstream. Is that yeah. a less romantic version of the eyes being the windows of the soul? I think it is. <laughs> maybe that's, yeah, that's that's kind of, um, maybe that's a chat-up line in the world of dentistry. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Your mouth is the way. Yeah, now, yeah. I'm talking of uh, people selling, uh, Selfridges oh, yeah. have started to sell Iceland mince pies. Really? Yeah, on its shelves. You know, you think of Selfridges is like quite a posh yeah, yeah, place yeah. to go, but alternative... on their shelves because of the palm oil purge, because everyone's trying not to sell palm oil. Oh yeah, and because of the threat to orangutans. Is this? Hang on, are you are you all right, Charlie? Yeah, you're not been, the, not been, you're not been putting an uh, airfix model together. Have you started selling Iceland mince pies because of palm oil and the orangutans? Yeah. Next, next to next to fifteen hundred quid tins of beluga caviar <laughs> and five grand Christmas hampers, you've got some. Did you get a London taxi earlier I, on? No, I, I, it's, this, in the, this, it's in the paper. It must this, be true. This sounds like the sort of thing you get in a cab. You say, <laughs> you've seen the old palm oil, Gov. The, the orangutans. It's the Iceland. They're no, doing the... They're doing uh, Selfridges. And you say, you're right, mate. What are you talking about? Of course. But I, you know, in Iceland, it's loads of freezers. And, of course, the one thing Selfridges doesn't sell is fridges. Well, they do, don't they? Oh, they, they do now. Yeah, yeah they do now. Yeah, that that gag doesn't work. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, <laughs> not a mixture of a shop, but rather strange. Uh, somebody who didn't put their name in it. Colombo Airport in 2012, there was a shop selling washing machines. Oh. Like, you're never going to get that in the hold, are you, really? <laughs> is it, Imagine is, they're trying to get that, that into EasyJet's little rack. It's not going to go in there. You're not going to stuff that in, mate. Bite size. I've got a full indicit here. I was telling Andy <laughs> yesterday, it was a great story. Uh, Fernando Hierro, who used to play for Bolton Wanderers, uh, said, said he got to Bolton. Uh, he'd never understood the concept of the manager and the the all-encompassing role of the yeah. manager. And he said that Big Sam, who was who was on fine form with Max on breakfast this morning, uh, winding everybody up with his take on Busquets. <laughs> um, anyway, he uh, you'll probably hear that later. Yeah. He um, he said, uh, oh yeah, basically if, if something went wrong with the washing machine at the club, Sam would be the person to go and sort it. He'd go it's fix great. it. it well, not, not necessarily fix it, but he'd probably go a comet and buy a new one. Get, get and the, stand there rowing, saying, you know, how much? You know, get, I, can't, I want an indicit. I don't want the hot point. But get, it's lovely, get isn't a big it? lump of concrete out of it. <laughs> it's no. Oh, Stuart Pierce, of course, used to advertise himself as an electrician in he the programme. Yeah, he was. I mean, uh, I, I, was often, I was thinking that last night. He was doing the game for us and all the lights went out. You probably saw uh, <laughs> all the guys and the lights. And I thought, thinking bit of, yeah, bit of cash I was thinking that about Phil Brown. You know, Phil Brown, of course, is also, I think. Speaking of uh, dentists. Electrician. Why is that? <laughs> dentists. <laughs> He's got lovely white teeth. Oh, he, he has. Phil? Yeah, yeah, Phil has got lovely teeth. Yeah, anyway, Phil, yeah, that was a yeah. right tangent, that was. And <laughs> let's go back to Ireland. Bob in Hampstead says, uh, Maloney's Gaelic Bar in uh, Mont Melick, he says, in the Republic of Ireland, I probably Mount Melick. Um, I've probably sorry, Danny Kelly, if you're listening, uh, my terrible pronunciation of that. Uh, they run a combined pub and funeral home. 
Uh, and the manager's also the local MP. Oh, it's like a local it's hero, isn't it? sewn up. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Got it all sewn up. So there we are. Thanks for all of those this afternoon. They've been very good. They're just these joint businesses. If you've got any more, still time to get a couple more in. The Australian yeah. Prime Minister has tweeted about the, uh, about the forthcoming Not Ro- about Royal the show Baby. Today. No, but about the Royal Baby. Oh, yeah. What fantastic news. Australia is th- thrilled for you both. Look forward to sharing in the joy during your stay down under. Is that yeah. to the to the babies saying that? They share, sharing <laughs> your stay down under? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> not quite sure. It seems a bit personal for, for the royal family. It does a bit, doesn't it? They gave her a stuffed kangaroo. She looked a bit confused, didn't they? <laughs> um, this comes from Anthony. In Newbury, you used to have a knitting and metal detecting shop. I never went there, but I'm pretty sure it was a couple. The old man was into metal detecting, and the missus was into knitting, so it just worked. Well, I say it worked. It's gone now, so oh. it can't have. Um, and uh, uh, They wouldn't have trouble finding the needles. No, that, hey, that's, that's very true. <laughs> I've always said, if you want to find a needle in a haystack, just put a three-year-old on there. Yeah. They'll find it like straight yeah. away. <laughs> with they with like, their eye or something. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's, that's the trouble, isn't it? Um, Lucy Ward's back, who played for Leeds United. Oh, she was telling us about the sock tags yeah, that were brought tags, out of retirement yeah. by Leeds United's women when they got to the FA Cup final. Um, um, Lucy adds by the way they weren't particularly lucky as we lost 5-0 and I scored an own goal Ooh. but still uh, we do appreciate you sending us the picture of the old sock tags a, a memory from uh, the 70s there we are that was the afternoon show yeah. uh, Charlie you're back tomorrow can you come back tomorrow as I say I'll, I'll, I'll come show. back I've had a lovely day I've had a lovely day uh, I'll come back tomorrow can thank you, you Jim <laughs> okay so Charlie will be back tomorrow from one thanks for downloading <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.